Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this because my body too bootylicious for you, babe. I'm Harper. Hi, I'm Jonathan. And this is Hawkeyes. Kaka! Authentic knowledge and feelings. I feel it, I feel it. Okay, I know where you're going with this. You want a little clip that makes everybody laugh and feel good. You know what I mean? Instead it's like, whoa. But I'm really not funny. No, no, no. And we shouldn't have a podcast. What? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm listening to the theme in my head. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. Because I'm not funny and we shouldn't have a podcast. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're flying solo. We're breaking free. We're soaring. We're flying in the words of Troy and Gabriella. Um, yeah. Today. Today yeah. we are Troy and Gabriella. Mm-hmm. And I'm Troy because my head's in the game, but my heart's in the song. Yeah. No, your head's in the song and your heart's in the song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my head's in the game and my game is Ethan Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. And how are you like Gabriella today? I'm uh, uh, I'm a cheerleader. Yeah, someone wasn't paying attention when we watched that movie. She's not a cheerleader. She no. does math. Yeah. I'm do- I did math today. Yeah, she's in like the decathlon or whatever. Are there any cheerleaders in that movie? There are, but they aren't like speaking roles. <laughs> characters are speaking roles. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just forgot. It's okay. Um. But... We're here not to talk about the 2005 Disney Channel original film, High School Musical, directed by Kenny Ortega. We needed to have like a special compilation where it's just you saying, but we're not here to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. And just like, it'll be like 18 minutes of Harper saying, we're not here to talk about. Yeah. I like that. Um, Fans, if you're out there and you want to make a super cut of that, we'd love to, we'd love to receive it. Um, Jonathan's currently eating Sour Patch Kids and Mm -hmm. before we started I told him that he couldn't do it while we were recording and then he just put one in his mouth so now he's covering the microphone like that's gonna make it okay I think it would if you hadn't brought attention to it no one would have noticed you've said that before though about um, drinks with ice in it and tortilla chips tortilla chips are different yeah so speaking of s- noises that you hear in the background like a, a radio podcast. play this sandra this is sandra because it has you know you hear little you hear bus driving noises and people walking on gravel in sandra yeah yeah there are so many noises i felt like i was going crazy i, I did a lot of like turning my head 
Like thinking there were noises outside. You would have been someone in, <laughs> during the time when Orson <laughs> yeah. Welles did War of the Worlds. You would have been like, the aliens. the aliens are attacking <laughs> for real. It's really happening. Yeah. Well, no, there was just like some ambient noise that I just couldn't tell if it was in the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, in the document mm-hmm. or in real life. Diegetic, yeah. Yeah. So should we talk about what this is? Are you flicking me off? No. I really wasn't. <laughs> this is the most convenient finger, and my face was itchy. It's not that. Sorry. That's so rude. I'm sorry. So rude. That's what you did to me. Not intentionally. You okay. clearly did it intentionally. I'll flick someone else off. <laughs> <laughs> now you're using your other finger. Yeah, I'm using a finger that's more difficult for me to use. Yeah, so that I don't offend you. Um. I like, th- you know, these these are ours contentious, these episodes, <laughs> you know? These are like debate episodes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just because we already recorded an episode earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little, a little behind the scenes. We're recording a little out of order today. So you'll hear this episode before the one that we recorded this afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we already recorded one, and we've just really, like, it's it's been a four-day weekend, for me, I all yeah. all weekends are four day weekends for you. Well, we don't have to, you know. That's fine though. <laughs> no, you're blessed. Um, but for me, I don't usually have that. And to be honest, yesterday I started feeling a little crazy from having too much time off. This is what America does to people. I know. They I feel think like they have to work constantly. Not me. I'm Parisian. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that two days is not enough for a weekend, but I do think four days is too many. I think we should have a four-day work week and a three-day weekend. I agree. That's how I feel. But four days is like, I don't I don't even know. And I've like been doing stuff. It's not like I haven't been doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like Thursday was Thanksgiving. Friday, Friday, I didn't really do anything. But yesterday... No, Friday we rearranged our entire living room. Then yesterday I did an Instagram live show. And today we recorded This Is Now Two Podcasts. So it's like I've been doing stuff. It's not like I haven't done anything. It just feels like too much leisure time for me. Mm -hmm. Just a little too much. I've also watched like five movies. So I don't know, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But in this time, I've also listened to a, a podcast called Sandra. That's true. I didn't take notes. I didn't take notes either. I can't, I can't, I can't listen to it. So I can't listen to a podcast and. And not have something, something going else on to with do, your hands. Yeah. 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 If I was just sitting trying to take notes, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't work. I think I could have done it except for. I would have just had to like really decide to sit down and do that. Yeah, I was listening to it like while I was like doing dishes and stuff. So yeah, that's same. how I usually listen to podcasts. Not while I was doing dishes, but I was doing other stuff like I was doing laundry and listening to it, or mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. Yeah. Well, should we talk about what it is? Yeah, let's talk about it. It's uh, Gimlet. Yes, Gimlet Media. And uh, do you know anything about it? The production? Yeah. Um, no. Do you know anything about Gimlet? No. Do they're you? Com- they're a competitor of ours. Of ours? Yeah, the entire, yeah. 
because we're we're not on their network so anyone any podcast network is a competitor of ours i think so yeah fascinating i think that makes sense i don't really think of it that way but mm-hmm. okay agree to disagree <laughs> but i'm just trying to maximize our you know our profit <laughs> what profit we make no money <laughs> off of this they don't have to know that so it was directed by sebastian silva written by kevin moffitt and matthew derby mm-hmm. that's what they say at the end of each episode yes at the end of each episode you get those credits um i'll, I'll just read the synopsis on the gimlet media website of the whole show okay um about sandra Helen's always dreamed of ditching her hometown, so when she lands a job at the company that makes Sandra everyone's favorite AI, she figures it's the next best thing, but working behind the curtain isn't quite the escape from reality that Helen expected. That's the synopsis? That's the synopsis. It's a good synopsis. Although, it's uh, slightly... I think it gives you enough. I mean, it's not like in detail, but it's... Damn, dude. Spotify bought Gimlet for $230 million. Huh. Interesting. We gotta get some of this money, bro. What, do you, what does that even mean? We gotta get some of this Gimlet money, bro. How would we get some of this Gimlet money, bro? By them picking us up, bro. Alright. Well, listen, if you want to take over the profit side of this podcast... The you know profit making mm-hmm, yeah. element of I think I have a very strong business acumen. Great, then you're welcome <laughs> to it. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, I'm not getting you that gimlet bunny. <laughs> That's all you, bro. The gimlet money. I could also do that. Uh, um, earwolf money. Who else has the money? iHeartRadio. Look at the iHeartRadio money. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah, get that. I mean, what listen. are some other? Are there other networks? Oh, P- Pushkin Industries. <laughs> uh, Campfire Media. Never heard of it. Um, they have a bunch of podcasts that I like, including mm-hmm. Inside the Disney Vault. And, oh. Um. P.S. I love rom-coms. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, they're both on Friends Campfire of this Media. Pod. There's also Audio Wool. Uh huh. Which features um, the most wonderful pod of the year. Oh, friends of this pod. And the Kent Beagle Mind Summit. Future friend of this pod, maybe. No, it's friend of the pod. It's Ross Kimball. Oh, friend of the pod. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there are plenty of networks out there. I really welcome you to shop our podcast to any of them. Mm -hmm. I will say we're almost done with it. So this is terrible timing. Yeah yeah that's true that's a good point well we could pitch our future podcast what's our future podcast it's called sandra no that's illegal we're gonna get sued yeah okay so sand so this is like uh it's like an audio play it's like a radio play yeah but a podcast yeah i mean there are a lot of podcasts that are narrative Mm -hmm. well have you listened to any before I feel like I must have. Oh, you sent me that one. The onion. The onion one. Yeah, that one's like a like a satirical one. Yeah, but, but it, it is like a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Um, what That's was that called for the it. audience? Can you let them know what that was called? 
oh a uh, most fatal murder or something mm-hmm. it was like the onions like it was like a parody of a true crime podcast and so it like follows someone who like is going to solve this murder um so it is like a narrative thing because it's obviously not a real murder yeah um i think maybe i mean one of the most famous ones i don't know if this counts because it's not like really one story it's kind of a, a weird ongoing oh, thing but welcome well, to night, night vale. Vale. Yeah, yeah welcome to night vale. yeah it's probably the most famous narrative podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that counts. Yeah. I've never listened to it before. I have no idea what it's about. I used to listen to it in college mm-hmm. a million years ago before I was like really into podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I stopped listening because there's just so much of it. It's like Homestuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like Homestuck. It's the Homestuck of podcasts. <laughs> um. Okay, so Sandra uh, stars Alia Shawkat from Blaze. Yes. A part of the Ethan Hawke Cinematic Universe. What? A part of the Ethan Hawke Cinematic Universe. Yes. Um, And it also features Kristen Wiig as the voice of Sandra. Mm -hmm. Sandra is the AI that everyone uses. Sort of. Well, yes. Sort of. Everyone thinks it's an AI. It's an AI. like Like an Alexa or a Google or an OK Google. Yeah, so it's it's like that, but it's uh, there. It's real people that work behind, yeah, behind Sandra, and, but everyone thinks it's a computer Dora, but it's actually yeah. a persona. Yes, or multiple personas. <laughs> yeah, so basically, there are a lot of people that sit at computers. Mm-hmm. and are given a specialized like subject yes um that they answer questions about when people have questions for sandra yes and alia shawkat is uh she's lives in this uh kind of crummy town in ohio i thought it was game in oklahoma i thought it was ohio is it ohio i think it's ohio okay yeah. i know she's there in cleveland at the end but yeah i think it's ohio okay i believe you and uh she's starting a, she's getting she's going to an interview for this company that's based in ohio mm-hmm. in her town mm-hmm. and it's um and it's basically how she sees her way out of this town because it's she doesn't like it she said hope is a mistake about the town and that's the name of the first episode sorry one second i'm looking something up you're looking to see if it's Ohio or Oklahoma? No, I think you're right. I'm just curious. I feel like there isn't a lot of information about this podcast anywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? It's so different from like when we look up movies or TV shows. Yeah. Are there like podcast specific websites like that review podcasts and stuff? Not really. I mean, the closest you get is like Vulture, you mm-hmm. know, or AV Club. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because podcasting is such a like big thing, you know? Yeah. This podcast revolves around Helen, a young woman from a small town in Oklahoma. Wow. Okay. Well, sorry. I was wrong. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so, yeah. So, she goes to work for Sandra. At Sandra. Um, and basically, it's like the, the job that people get in this town when they don't want to, you know, it's like, it's like the best job to get. Mm-hmm. 
And so she goes and she gets tested for her placement. And the test is kind of like a personality test to see what she's best suited for. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person that gives her this test is Dustin, who will be her manager, voiced by Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed him in this. He was very kind of like energetic. Yeah. He was. I mean, I wonder if it's because he doesn't do like a lot of voiceover. I think so. Yeah. So he was like, he was like really putting, like kind of giving a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she has to do this like quiz basically mm-hmm. to get assigned to a task. And she gets assigned and the quiz has nothing to do with like, it's just like questions about her life. Like, yeah. Like, you know, what? Do, are your parents proud of you? Yeah, exactly. And she gets assigned to birds. Mm-hmm. Even though she doesn't know anything about birds. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, that's fine. It doesn't matter. They really just kind of look everything up in the moment. Yeah. Which is a crazy system. Yeah. It is. I don't fully understand how they get the results in like such a quick yeah. turnaround. It's, it's fast it's enough to deliver. I think I think you just have to not think about that. Yeah. Element too hard. And that's kind of the interesting thing is that you like you get you the f- you listen to the first couple of episodes and you think like okay, the story is going to be about how this company is actually like evil or whatever. Yeah. But that ends up not being what the story is about. Mm-hmm. There's nothing especially odious that we learn about the company that we don't already know which is that everyone thinks it's yeah ai but it's actually people Mm -hmm. and that's kind of that's as deep as we go with this company all of the drama has is has to do with other things yeah and i mean i'd say that like one other thing about the company that's kind of interesting is the way is is how they measure the success of a quote-unquote Sandra, like an employee that's mm-hmm. embodying Sandra. Because, you know, it seems like in order to seem like the most AI, like you should just answer the questions straight, like just facts as they are. But it, when Helen starts to, Alia Shawkat's character Helen, she starts to get kind of emotional and put parts of herself into her interactions yeah. with the customers and when she starts doing that, Dustin, her boss, like starts like congratulating her on her ability to um, to do that, to like to be the bring bring the truest Helen or whatever he mm-hmm. says. Um, peak Helen. Peak Helen. Yeah. Um, into into her interactions because it makes the AI seem better mm-hmm. because if people people we all believe that Sandra is actually AI. So if she seems like she's answering in a human way, then she seems like she's More better AI. Yeah. yeah. Um, when she's really just a human. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of another layer there. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically. What, yeah. What it is that she did is she like, she's with a, the, uh, someone asks her about, they f- she found an injured bird. Mm-hmm. And her boyfriend is, like, going to try to kill the bird. And then Helen says, you should break up with him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then Dustin, like, commends her for that. Mm-hmm. And says, oh, that's peak Helen. I mean, that's that's it right there. <laughs> that's pretty good. Thank you. Sandra? Um, 
Yeah. And there's a couple of other characters we meet along the way. Yeah, there's uh, Naya, who works in allergies. Yes, and she's like real kind of... She's not into this job. Yeah, yeah, she's real cynical about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Dust, no, not Dustin, Donnie, Donnie, mm-hmm. who is Helen's husband. Yes, they've been separated for kind of a while. Yeah. They just haven't gotten divorced yet, and she She's kind of... She's trying just, to get this divorce going. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's also Donnie's mother. Is her name Marianne? Maybe, I think or so. Or something. And also, Donnie's in jail. Yes. Uh, he's not at the beginning, but then he does... He has some scheme. Yeah, he wants to, like, steal hogs or something. Yeah. Yeah, so he has some scheme, and he ends up getting arrested for it. And then, so while he's in jail, she works on trying to get the divorce finalized. And when she finally brings the divorce papers, um, he's a, he's absconded, is what they yeah. say. Yeah. And she's like, absconded? What does that mean? And like, he escaped, which yeah. is silly. Mm-hmm. They say he moved out of a, he, he jumped out of a moving vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's Donnie. Yeah. And, uh, and those then are Tad. Yeah. Tad's a big character. So he's someone who keeps calling Naya about allergies that he thinks he may have. Like yeah. he seems like really uh, like hypochondriac. He thinks that he's, uh, there's something always wrong with him. Yeah. And um, one day, you know, Naya is so frustrated by him and also kind of by Helen because Helen like loves this job so right. much and Naya's like oh you love this, so jo- this job so much deal with this guy and so she reroutes yeah she's like oh maybe your problem is bird related and so it ends <laughs> up with Helen yeah so she reroutes the call to Helen and then Helen and Tad start to kind of get engaged in a situation yeah and he's kind of like surprised by her because this is all of a sudden this kind of tone change in the way Sandra interacts with him because he's a lot she she becomes a lot more like interested in him and like more and so he's kind of confused by that because he you know it's supposed to be a computer yeah he's only ever dealt with other other Sandras yeah who are mostly and yeah mostly Naya um, who are kind of flat and unemotional. Yeah. But then when she starts talking to him, he feels like, you know, Sandra cares. Yeah. And he thinks it's a beta program and that the key word to get into it is by asking about birds, which is just how you get directed to Helen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so they talk and he ends up telling her about this person that he, uh, well, that we assume he was in a relationship with Phoebe, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, how she kind of just, like, left and didn't leave any sort of explanation and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, there are a whole bunch of, like, personal details that he gives about, like, a dog. Yeah. That, um, of hers that that they shared. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and, like, about a car that she left behind. Um, and all of this stuff and uh, you know Helen is on her own emotional journey about her divorce right? and so that kind of carries over into her dealings with Tad yeah. 
mm-hmm. and she's like, "Don't you want closure?" So then she tracks down Phoebe, yes, and connects them on a call. Yes, and which, this turns out to be disastrous. Yeah, it ends up being very bad because ultimately he's like a sociopath. Yeah, he's like he was like stalking her, mm-hmm. and she they were they were never in a relationship or anything like that. Yeah, and because of this, because of sand, because of Helen. Uh, and Sandra's, you know, incredible access to information. It's a way for him to get her exact whereabouts, basically. Yeah. And so that ends up being that he's going to, like, go there and maybe do something. Um, And so then Helen freaks out. And then Dustin comes and sees Helen and is like, yo, you really fucked this up. Yeah, and it's such a it's it's such a shift because, you know, she had been getting more and more personally involved and yeah. more and more emotional on the calls. And it was and, it and earned he, her praise. Yeah, he re- rewarded her for it or like, you know, every time until now. And she just wants to fix it. She's like, Let me call him back, I can fix this and he's like, No, I'm you know, I'm not gonna like officially write you up, but you need to go do some time in customer service. Yeah the sharks the sharks yeah yeah it's like some acronym for customer service yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so and the customer service is rough yeah because people are asking a lot of dumb questions people ask dumb questions and uh you only get like points or whatever if you resolve the problem mm-hmm. so if you just say oh this is something i can't help you with then that doesn't add to your tally of resolved yeah calls. you have to have it confirmed resolved yeah to move so on. this so this sucks yeah basically she's never going home and she lives in customer service now yeah but then uh donnie shows up mm-hmm. and they go she goes to see him and he's gonna sign the divorce papers finally mm-hmm. and he's brought she's just she's just found her basically um well because you know he figured out where she worked which is not you know was not terribly difficult to do yeah well she had told him that she was she was working there yeah 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 so he goes to see her and brings a multicolored pen to sign the divorce papers mm-hmm and as he's about to sign he has four lines to sign he's about to sign the last one dustin shows up he's like oh i want to see this happen because this is a big moment for helen yeah and then donnie understandably is like you know fuck off yeah he's like is this guy your new boyfriend yeah he's like i'm not gonna sign this if he's still here Mm -hmm. and he doesn't because dustin doesn't you know leave so she just quits her job on the spot yeah and they get in the car and she's like, will this thing get us to Minnesota? And he's like, uh, I guess so. Yeah. So then she's trying to figure out how to find Tad because she wants to stop Tad from, you know, stalking or attacking or killing whatever he's going to do to Phoebe. Yeah. And she... At first, she asks Sandra. Yeah, she just says, where is Tad? And then it's like a million results or something. Yeah, yeah. And Sandra's like, oh, I don't know what you mean when she says, like, can you, 
you know i know you're a person or whatever like oh, yeah. what are you talking about but then she realizes because uh, of something that donnie says she realized because he says like oh how if if you get a different person each time then how come um how come you're able to talk to tad so often and she realizes mm-hmm. oh she needs to ask a specific question to get her to naya mm-hmm. and so she asks about uh, i guess allergies presumably. yeah she was like i ate some meat and i think i'm having an allergic reaction yeah and so then nye is able to get her to locate tad yeah and naya who like just fully does not care about this job she's like very excited to just like to to get into it yeah she's like should I, you know, should I cancel all of his credit cards and, you know, send it, whatever. She's like, I can do all of these things. And yeah. she's like, no, just tell me where he is. Yeah. And they figure out that he's closer to Minnesota. Was it Minnesota? Yeah. He was in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. He's closer to Minnesota than than they thought he would be. And he had purchased like a deer hunting Mm-hmm. yeah so uh, lots trap of trap thing tools tool yeah yeah duct tape and all these sorts of things and so she patches helen through to him mm-hmm. as sandra as sandra to try to you know get through to him yeah but it does not work yeah and he's like she tells him like don't just don't go just don't go to you know see phoebe don't do it and he's like, okay, fine, I'll I'll turn around. And then he's driving to, he starts going to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he looks up like orbital teledynamic yeah. communication, whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, and he now it just kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Like, you know, he's, he's come coming after for her. her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. Crazy. That's Sandra season one or maybe the entire thing. We'll see. I think it works as a standalone thing. I think so too. Well, what did we think? I liked it, um, but I have to agree with, well, let me see. I don't, I feel like they were pretty harsh about it, but um, Nicholas Qua from Vulture. Mm -hmm. uh, He said what a waste um about the the kind of the the turn that the show takes so from going from like this like personal story about a woman in this in this job and mm. this kind of like interesting world building thing of of the sandra um the turn it takes to just being like kind of a crime thing right you know I, I, I don't think it's, you know, I think it's still interesting, but I was definitely way more into the first half of the show, mm-hmm. which was just about Helen and her life than I was about into the second part, you know, and I did kind of feel like it, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't grab me as much. It was like, oh, now we're just doing this thing mm-hmm. instead of we're like learning behi- like behind the scenes of you know uh like the what's that movie where he's in the tv show 
the Truman Show. The Truman Show. Yeah. So it's like, to me, what was kind of interesting was like seeing behind the scenes of this like large social thing, mm-hmm. you know, how it actually was working. Um, and then also how Helen was changing as a person inside of that. That was more interesting to me than, oh, Helen's trying to stop a murderer. Mm-hmm. Personally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's hard to really kind of unpack it because it's like a podcast, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's it's... You know, it's still a story. No, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Okay. Um, One thing that I thought was kind of funny from this Vulture review um, was he called it... He he said um, he called it a Theranos-level sleight of hand. Uh, that Sandra was actually humans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the funny thing though is that it's such a like th- with Theranos, the idea is that you're right. The twist is that you're you say you have this product, but this product mm-hmm. doesn't exist. But this would be like if uh, if Theranos was like, oh, uh, we're saying that we have a blood thing that allows you to diagnose a disease yeah Yeah. but actually what we have is a thing that can cure all of your ailments like it would be like if you had like something that was like you have you were lying about how much more work you were doing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because this to have this and to have a single person a single person whose entire job is birds yeah like this is such a uh, obviously making an algorithm is not like easy Mm -hmm. but this is such a way more massive undertaking yeah than like alexa or whatever like this is absolutely enormous to have a person that specializes in every subject that could possibly be asked about Mm -hmm. like that's that's so it's kind of funny because it's like the opposite of theranos it's like we have this product but it's not actually whereas this is like we have this product and it's way cooler than you think it is Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of funny obviously people like would be upset that there's an actual person listening to them when they think it's an ai but yeah still like it's still like you know still what yeah that's it that made my point (laughs) okay (laughs) um yeah one thing i did really enjoy about this is how much it was about birds yeah Um, yeah which i I wasn't expecting that. that at all i it, and it was just so fun because there were things that she said that were like, you know, just sounded like things you've said on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was a fun treat for us as as the Hawkeyes hosts. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt mm-hmm. like it was it was just for us. Like I felt like this was made for us. It sure was. We have an excited Ethan Hawk, mm-hmm. who also gets to he gets to do like have a little bit of range in this actually. Because at the beginning, he's just kind of excited about Helen and how she is. But then he's, by the end, he's so upset with her that he gets to play kind of everything in between there. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, 
Yeah, so we get that, and we get all the bird information. Mm-hmm. We got plenty of bird bird info. So much bird stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought Kristen Wiig was good as the voice of Sandra. Right, but they were like, do they did something to it, right? Yeah, she yeah. was modified, but it still sounded like her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I thought that, you know, the combination of Kristen Wiig plus computer modulation mm-hmm. sounded... Uh, like how an ai would sound mm-hmm. you know they they really nailed it yeah yeah it was good yeah well is that all we have to say about this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i um i thought all your shock out was really good mm-hmm. i agree yeah this it was an interesting just like in terms of the experience for me to listen to uh radio play scripted mm-hmm. narrative podcast because i don't listen to a lot of podcasts as is yeah and to listen to a narrative one was different for me yeah i guess i don't really listen to narrative podcasts that much but i do listen to audiobooks sometimes yeah so Kinda it's similar. not that different yeah just longer because mm-hmm. they have the voice actors too audiobooks yeah uh, Although this it's usually cause one it's, person because there's no there's no narration or anything. yeah they're reading the exposition right yeah the exposition is just all dialogue or yeah some slight sound effects or whatever mm-hmm. so this wasn't like too unusual for me mm-hmm. yeah I also listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. yeah I don't yeah as we've established mm-hmm. um but I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have something you'd like to share with us? A hawk fact? A hawk fact. Sure. Do you want to make a hawk noise? I think it's your turn. Have you made one before? I have several times. Oh, okay. All right, sure. Ah! Nice. <laughs> really coming at you. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought uh, I would do a little bit of, uh, you know, they did the work for me. I thought I would share some of the hawk facts from Sandra. Love it. Yeah. I'm just going to play a couple of clips from the show. Mm-hmm. Sandra, can I keep a hawk as a pet? Not in the United States. Hawks are protected under a federal law that prohibits the ownership of any native North American bird as a pet. No, can I keep one? Like, is it possible to raise a hawk in captivity? Because there's a hawk inside my house right now, and it's incredible. It's just so majestic. And I'm thinking, I could build a... No, Ruby, no. Stay back. Well, that's one of our hawk facts mm-hmm. from this episode. That was a fun one. Yeah, definitely. I heard that and I thought I thought of you and all of your hawk facts because mm-hmm. we've definitely talked about that a few times. It's true. Sandra, who'd win in a fight between a crow and a hawk? If the fight were between a single crow oh, and a single, single hawk, the hawk would most certainly win. See? I told you, Deakman, you fuck. Okay. That was a fun one. Yeah. A crow would lose to a hawk. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, as I've discussed on this podcast before, 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes groups of crows will swarm a hawk mm-hmm. and the hawk will fly away because it just doesn't want to deal with it. True. So true. So I uh, think I could have given a little more context <laughs> than Helen did, but that's okay. She's not a bird expert. Mm-hmm. Not like you. No, not like me, who's also not a bird expert. Okay. Well, here's something about uh, uh, falcons. Do you see that? I'm afraid I can't see what you see. Tell me about it. It flew away so fast. Do you know which bird flies the fastest? I think it's Batman. It's the peregrine falcon, which can fly as fast as 242 miles per hour. Cool. <sighs> yeah, that's another one you've shared on here before. It is. So I'm, uh, I'm, you You're know, Sandra. I'm Sandra. Those are the hawk facts from the podcast sandra and one falcon fact just for fun mm-hmm. well thank you mm-hmm. sandra oh, thank you sandra yeah thank you sandra well do we have any more thoughts or feelings about this um no i don't um yeah me neither i uh i just i would love for ethan hawk to do more voice work mm-hmm because I thought he was really fun in this. He should do one of those cartoons. Yeah. Like a, you know, the sitcom type cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like one of those, you know. Bob's Burger, Simpsons. Bob's Burger, kind of, yeah. Yeah. That would be really good. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could develop something for him. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe where it's like he's an actual <laughs> hawk. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's. I yeah. mean, I, that's a, there's that uh, HBO show called Animals, I think, that mm-hmm. where they're animals. That's yeah. Thing. That's that'll be our pitch. Or we should <laughs> have like one pun based off his name. Yeah. I'll pick it up right away for sure. I think so. Yeah. Rose Byrne could play a rose. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that sounds like a winning idea. I think so. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you're on board with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been Harper. You can find me on the internet at Harping About on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Uh, something I've been enjoying outside of Ethan Hawke is uh, The Crown Season 4. Uh-huh. It just is so brutal. So good. And uh, Josh O'Connor is so good because he is very talented but charles is such a dick you know mm-hmm. it's so good um yeah jonathan how about you okay uh i'm jonathan you can find me and the uh, thing i've been enjoying is um oh curb your enthusiasm mm-hmm. which uh i'm on season three of already i mean that's a binge right there I mean, there's 10 episodes a season, so they're not that long. Mm-hmm. And they're 30 minutes each. But still, that's several hours <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of television that I'm watching. And it's fun. And uh, Larry David gets himself into uh, bad situations because he says inappropriate things. And then sometimes he finds himself uh, at the center of misunderstandings to a comedic effect. And that's what the show's about. And it takes place in West L.A. Mm-hmm. And it's in a lot of places that I recognize. 
like they were outside of the Barnes and Noble that isn't there anymore. R.I.P. And I was like, wow, that's so sad. That's the Barnes and Noble. I've been there. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, if you haven't heard of that show, improbably, then uh, check it out. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're just plugging HBO Max tonight between Animals and Curb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HawkeyesPod. Uh, uh, and write a oh. review, you know? Yes, leave a five-star review on whatever service you listen on, except for Spotify, which doesn't have a review feature, which is unfortunate because most of our downloads are from Spotify. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, please leave a five-star review and say nice things about us and tell your friends about this show because... You know, if you're the kind of person that listens to an Ethan Hawke podcast, chances are you have one other friend who also is the kind of person <laughs> that would listen to an Ethan Hawke podcast. Maybe. And we want we want you to all listen and enjoy and uh, be a part of this uh, weird journey with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good night. <laughs>